Shut up. We are back with some extra enthusiasm tonight because it's been a while. Sorry we missed you guys. It's been a long time. Long time coming. Gosh. I even missed you, no, Corey. Let's not get crazy. I'm joined with my partner in crime, Corey, Mr. Gaga Donahue. <laughs> who has oh, been, is that because I've been singing that Lady Gaga song? <laughs> who has been humming some sweet nothings into my ear for the last hour. All the things going on in our world, and you come up with Gaga Donahue is the best thing you can come up with. All the things going on in the world right now, and that's all you can think to hum? <laughs> that's a good point. I was just thinking of, you know, the biggest month in U.S. soccer history from what I can tell. Not really, but for us anyway. <laughs> right. For us nerds. I was trying to think, like, the last time we had this many home games in this short of a period, it was before AO started. I know that because the most we've ever had while AO's been going is two. <laughs> yeah, I can tell by the gray on your head oh right my now. God, my eyes just <laughs> glazed over. But we do it for you and we do it for the love of the game. Love of the game. Uh, That's what say. we're doing. Welcome to the American Outlaws podcast, episode 122. Sorry if you missed all the other downloads, but they got lost in cyberspace. There's something wrong with your iTunes, not us. Don't forget our, our lovely, beautiful producer, Justin, is here as well. She's hot. She keeps me on track. <laughs> she used to have great hair, but since has turned into Mr. Justin Brunken. It's those, yeah, it's those seven games in God. a month. Back <laughs> in the do, music days. Do crazy things. I understand that. Hold on. i got to take a break. Now i got to wipe oh. down the old iPad. <laughs> Whoops. Oh, so right. what's up? What you got for me? Me? Yep. You're the host, man. Oh. I'm supposed to chime in with witty nothings, and you're supposed to steer this shit. Yeah, and all you've come in with are sweet nothings into my ear with I'll Lady Gaga. The, I'll give you those all night, buddy. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I bring those. We've been there. <laughs> what are you most excited for over the month of June? Most excited? Most excited for for the month of June. Uh, a U.S.-Mexico final to mm. break... Uh, the Gold Cup. Not to be repeated, the 5-0 thrashing that we... What was it, 5-1? I can never remember. I had thrown up three times by the end. The last time we played Mexico in a Gold Cup final, we lost 5 nothing. but everybody forgets about that. Uh, we just think back to Benny's. All I remember is Benny's yeah. unbelievable <laughs> wonder volley. Right? I didn't even know we played him. <laughs> I remember watching that game and just... I don't even think we watched till the end. I, I never should have gave yeah. up really. And, oh, God, that was unwatchable. Was there a 2009 Gold Cup? Sorry to take it down. It's a World Cup year. It's a Confederation it's an exciting Cup summer. Time. It's an exciting time right now, and I jumped to the 5-0 loss. <laughs> yeah. Well, I guess that's how we start things off here. I ask you for one thing you're looking forward to, and you spiral down so quickly into that <laughs> I have empty picture. abyss of your mind. I'm, speaking of that abyss, I have a picture in my mind of 2005 Gold Cup. Is that right? 2005. Seven gold cup. Seven. 2007 gold cup. I have a picture in my mind of the 2007 gold cup pre-American Outlaws. Uh, nine of us piled in a van, drove up yes. to, Ch- to Chicago. Yes. We should have lost to Canada shortly before. Uh, we got there. Ben cured cancer yes. at that cancer fundraiser. That, that was, was all the, you could drink. That was the game where the first official American Outlaws pictures were taken. That's what I'm... Well, Me and Bean wasn't. with Bean's glasses lenses knocked out of his face. <laughs> yeah. But that's what I'm saying is we had nine guys in Wells' apartment, uh, and there was a picture of us waking up. You look particularly disgusting. Amazing. <laughs> and uh, Ben's going through the fridge, and he's turning to look at the camera with a bandana over his face. <laughs> and uh, I don't know. That's like the first picture I can think of where somebody's wearing the bandana. I mean, I'm sure other people have done it, but in a soccer sense. Right. So. 
The Gold Cup final against Mexico holds a special place in my heart. It does. I mean, that and the best game I've ever seen in my entire life happened right, right in front of us when we played a... Let's see, Specs got hit in the head and got knocked out. It was like 103 degrees. Uh, Phil Haber scored one of the best goals we've ever scored. We came fab, came back from behind to win, all that. Oh, God, good times. Some guy grabbed that game winner in the semifinal against Canada, too. I can't remember who it was. Oh, Frankie Hayda. <laughs> I really Smash, don't left that. foot, off foot. Just unbelievable. You were at that game. I wasn't. I was here. I was. If I remember correctly. Good times. Speaking of being amazing, we have an amazing show coming up today as well. We have some special guests joining us from the Jay Demerit story, Rise and Shine. Which? A film that we just screened an hour ago. I felt like Siskel and Ebert, only one of us wasn't dead. Wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I'm bringing a negative energy, man. I'm stressed Jeez, out. Jeez, calm it down. <laughs> Should we just wait till July for this? <laughs> then we can recap the victory in L.A. Oh, it's going to be a good time. Where we'll there. be talking about Robbie Rogers' unbelievable hits. <laughs> Don't game even winner. talk about <laughs> fucking Robbie Rogers to me right now. <laughs> oh, dude, let's not even get into the lineups yet. Perfect. Our boy Jay yes, coming off injury. Right. Got left off, but Benny's injured. Benny got hurt, so they put in Bodoy at least. He's on a tear from what I hear of recently. He is. He's, he's been on fire. Both dance moves and goals. Oh, yeah? Unbelievable. Does he send you private videos? Yes. Do you game lacking. with him? I do game with him. We yeah. are close friends on the PlayStation Network. Now, when you say game... We don't play anything physical. No soccer or anything. Oh. I don't have any talent. It's just video games. Oh. All right. And ever, it's not even FIFA, so it really security? has nothing to do with <laughs> the sport whatsoever. Oh, just, isn't it just killing people? Like, isn't it... Uh, Essentially. What is the game But called? we're the good guys. Oh. Well, that makes it okay. <laughs> yeah, let's get our uh, first special guest on the phone, and uh, we will pause for station identification. This is the... I'm oh, sorry. All right, we're back. We are joined with Nick Lewis, who's the co-director and producer of Rise and Shine, the Jay Demerit story. Nick, how are you? I'm doing very well, guys. Thanks for having me. And just wanted to say thank you to um, your organization. The American Outlaws are, are rocking, rocking and rolling, and uh, really helping out with the film. Um, it's you know encouraging to see, and, and we're pretty um, amazed and overwhelmed and. Uh, I think that somewhat is shown by the uh, the video that Jay just put together for your supporters. So thank you guys very, very much. Yeah, yeah, thanks. We, we really appreciate it, and, and thanks for all your hard, hard work, I know, behind the scenes, and, and especially now that you mentioned it, the video that Jay sent was, you know, absolutely incredible and yeah. heartwarming to us as as supporters and, and, and knowing that our, our kind of passion and, and uh, you know, all the work that we do is getting across to, to you know, even current players. Yeah. Definitely, definitely. It's, it's. Uh, I think in the last two years, it's, the, the atmosphere is just, you know, 
I would almost say changed dramatically, and it's it's awesome. And as Jay said, you know, the players on the on the uh, pitch feel it as well. Cool. So hey, go. You know, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> So, so give us a, a bit of a background about the movie and maybe a, a yourself as a supporter and your relationship with Jay. Um, we realize Jay may possibly get to join the podcast a little bit later. Um, but yeah, just, just kind of fill us in and, and our listeners in on, on what your relationship is with Jay and, and how the movie came about and kind of the struggles along the way. Yeah, definitely. Just so the, the listeners know, Jay's intends to be on here. He's flying to LA they have a game against the Chivas tomorrow so um as, as soon as the uh, flight flight lands will hopefully be on um I met Jay when Jay played in college I um worked on this friend uh we directed and worked on excuse me worked on this film uh directed it and produced it with a friend of mine named Ronco Tutelugia who actually played with Jay in college so okay. that was when Jay was you know just a guy in college and Years later, I, I saw him pop up uh, when he was pushed into the Premier League, and then when he got onto the national scene um, with the U.S. and you know started getting his caps and kind of you know became more of a known figure here. Um, and about a year before the World Cup, I talked to Ronco and said, "Look, this is you know obviously an incredible story, and it's a story that it really needs to be told, and now is the time because." There's only, you know, there's a World Cup, and it's happening now, and you got to document it now. It's, right. It's hard to get back and do it down the road, and who knows if there's going to be another World Cup. So we talked to Jay about it, and uh, Jay obliged. Um, he's a guy who really looks forward, and he's always looking at the next challenge. So he'd actually never stopped and kind of looked back and seen what people had to say along the way, and he was curious to... Uh, to hear what people had to say and, and, you know, to really go back and document this crazy unique story yeah. that he had on, on how he got to where he is. Yeah. It's, it's a seriously amazing story. Like like me and Zach were just talking about, we just watched it and I don't know, it's, it's really moving. Uh, what, what would you say were some of the, what all goes into making something like that? What's kind of the ups and downs of, of, is this the first kind of documentary you've made or are you kind of in the business? Would you say? Yeah, there's a there's a whole story behind the film, and you know Ronco and I are are guys who we kind of breathe soccer. We're soccer junkies, but we actually have zero experience in film. Oh wow! Um, we, we yeah zero. We wanted to make the film, and we were going to originally just kind of put it together. We had a, a an English director actually who who's re- really experienced, and um, he was going to run it, but he had family problems and about a week before the uh, film was supposed to start shooting, um, he said he couldn't do it. So we kind of had to, to make a decision on what do we do? Does, you know, do we move forward or does the film fall apart? And um, we luckily had a good cameraman who we found and he said we could do it and we talked about it and we just did it and we really learned as we went. So, this is definitely our first film, and uh, depending on where it goes, maybe our last. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> well, cool. Yeah, it seemed like you guys scored some really good interviews. I mean, uh, we saw Eddie Boothroyd and and Bob Bradley and Tim Howard, and I don't know. It just seemed really well put together. So I'm really impressed to hear that that this is your first uh, your first film. Congratulations, man! 
Yeah, thanks. I mean, we, I will say we were really lucky in the, the subjects that we interviewed. They were all articulate, and, you know, yeah. good on camera, and they cared about Jay's story, which which made yeah. it really uh, right. easy. Yeah, that's what they I was going to ask. Sorry, sorry to cut you off. That's what I was going to ask was uh, – was Jay really – or I mean, I got the feeling from listening to him that, that everybody was really – just really liked Jay and was ready to speak, you know, his praises really easily. Did you find that to be the case? Yeah, definitely. <laughs> yeah, everybody was – everybody uh, was really had his back. I mean, he, he seems like a really nice guy. Like, he didn't seem to have uh, many mortal enemies <laughs> in the biz. No, I mean, yeah, I can, I can you know um... – talk further about that but that was the short answers yes people people really i i found like from everyone we interviewed um from you know his, his coaches in high school to you know his coaches in, at watford and and even uh you know on the national team is they really respected jay as a player because he's a guy who you know he's going to go all out when he's on the field he's not going to leave anything behind i mean he's going to give everything he has and then they respected him also um, as a person off the field. Yeah. Which, you know, it, it's, I guess, easier said than done. But, you know, they really did. And, and that was something that um, one of his Watford teammates said is he's a guy who's a leader on and off the pitch. So for us, it was easy because everyone was willing to really go out of their way and, and you know, not just answer the questions, um, but really, you know, Give give it their all in answering questions. So, so Nick, this is Zach again. So going through trials and tribulations of of making the film and and even the idea of coming up with the film and being able to pull it off, what were your expectations for the film once it was said and done? Was it something to to just own as a hard copy, or or is this something more you know to spread the word? And and the reason I bring this question up is because I want to give a, a quick plug to the Kickstarter page. Um, you know, everybody needs to, to, to get out there and look for Rise and Shine, the Jay Demerit story, and, and um, you know, really get this story told. But but what are your expectations and, and goals for, for seeing, you know, Demerit's entire story? Yeah, Ronco and I might disagree. He he kind of thought at first it was just going to be something we would do and we would we would have it and Jake could show his grandchildren. But, right. Well, because um, that's what the, the, I, the feeling of the movie has just such an incredible feel to it. And it's, it is such a harm, heartwarming tale of, of deeper than, than just a footballer making it, but it's, you know, friendship and, and struggles and everything. But like you yeah, said, no, I, I agree. I mean, I think that we tried to really give it a bigger message, so to speak. Um, it's, you know, I think it's a film that is, it has a universal message and it's not just for people who watch soccer. It really is for anyone who has a goal or a dream and they can watch it and, and say, wow, you know, I can go out and do these things. It takes hard work and perseverance, but I can do it. And, and it's, it's something that I think most athletes would, would really enjoy as well. So that was my kind of vision, I guess, was to really, you know, a special story i don't think there's there's much out there like it that's a true story i mean you actually see stories like this written in hollywood right you know these are written people dream them up in their heads but to actually have a true story documented by the people who lived it is is really special and that was i think my aim in, in getting it out there to really motivate other people and encourage them and you know also to, to spread soccer to 
to be quite honest, just for the U.S. soccer. So yeah, and and, and I mean to to see it almost happen damn near real time, um, you know it's it, it's really incredible what Jay's done over the last seven to eight, nine, right. ten years. Uh, we're all the same age as Jay, so it's 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 unbelievable to see. As I finished screening the movie and I walked out of my house with a beer and a donut, knowing what I could be doing. <laughs> Yeah. Agreed. Yeah, maybe that's one reason I did it. I can like live vicariously through them. You know, <laughs> that's what we're doing. Yeah, <laughs> well, that's what we do for a profession. But, you know, he, he deserves it. I mean, he is such a you know good, just humble guy, and and he, he deserves everything he's got. He didn't he didn't make it uh, the easy way, so to speak. Right. He so, could have given up. I mean, you saw it in the film. There are a lot of times when he could have given up, and when most people would have given up, but he didn't. Right. Well, I mean, it speaks to the, how it speaks to how good the movie is that everyone in this room has knew the ending. I mean, we knew what we were going to see because we're big fans, but it, it really was gripping. Like it was really awesome to watch. And I guess American Outlaws is trying to help get the movie made because I mean, we have we have a pre, I don't know what it's called in the biz, but like a <laughs> an early clip and. uh what can what can our members and what can American Outlaws do to help the production of uh, Jade Merritt's story? Yeah, you guys can definitely spread the word because your organization, you know, it's a growing organization and it's a, from what I've seen, it's a pretty interconnected organization where you guys are really utilizing social networking and, you know, the, there's a big presence on Twitter and Facebook and that's one thing you can do is just spread the word. Um, Kickstarter demerit. You can just Google it, and that that'll take you to our link, um, which really explains everything. Besides that, we're actually having uh, various chapters host screenings where they're right, gonna, right. you know, a soccer-friendly sports bar or a you know community center, and just bring people together to watch the film and, and help support it. Yeah, cool. We did we did something like that uh, for Pilata a few years ago, and it was big success. So, I think we're planning on doing that here in Lincoln, and if I, I'm pretty sure it's going to go over really well. It's it's a great flick. So, congratulations, man. Thanks. Yeah, we actually, you know, were kind of led to Kickstarter through people who had been involved with Pilata, and and they said, you know, you'll be blown away by the soccer community and, and how they'll help out. And so far, we have. So, yeah, thank and, you guys so much. Right, and. And uh, like you said, with with social media nowadays, and and to get the word out there quickly, um, you know, with our chapters teaming up, you know, we're we're more than happy to help get this story told. I, after seeing it too, it's you know, b- before I knew the Jay Demerit story, and and I, and I did watch him go through. Obviously, once he got to Watford, because other than that, I we had no idea what he was doing over there, right. which is just incredible. But but now seeing it unfold, and and you know feeling like you know a bit of the family and, and where he comes from, especially us starting an organization in the Midwest, um, you know, out of nothing but just a love for the game. We don't even get to go see the games. I mean, we, we jump on a plane every weekend to go see a game. Um, right. It's just an incredible tale and, and, and wish you guys, you know, the best. Thank you guys so much. You know, it really means a lot. Rise and Shine, let's make it happen. <laughs> Definitely. Thanks for joining us. Again, it's Nick Lewis from Rise and Shine, the Jay Demerit story. Everybody go to kickstarter.com, Demerit. 
um, or Google, like Nick said. Get on the Kickstarter. Computer, like the old people say. Get the old Google box going. <laughs> Thanks, And get Nick. out there. It's an incredible tale. Thanks, Nick, for joining us. We seriously appreciate it. Have a good one, guys. All right. Life goes floating by, slipping through my fingers like the sands of time. A startled situation caused concern within this pants of mine. A joke didn't play nice, now I'm searching for a sequence. To unlock the humor built upon this home called grievance. This reminds me, junior high, always walk awkwardly, tried to stand tall. Often find myself on hands and knees. Kids would kick me down, pushing the resistance. Just another lost misfit with the promises of wristlets. So get this, held my own, managed my way out. Couldn't think that high school would have me planning the escape route. I made clout, built a scheme, kept to the all right, American Outlaws World, we are now joined with the center half for the U.S. men's national team, Jay Demerit. Jay, Jay from the USA, how are you, man? I'm great, guys. Thanks for having me on. Where are you at right now, Jay? It sounds like uh, something busy going on in the background. <laughs> I'm in Hollywood, man. <laughs> we, just, we just landed in LAX. We, we play Chivas tomorrow, so. I missed uh, I missed Nick. Uh, well, I was on the podcast earlier. Uh, you know, the producer of our film. So I uh, I thought I'd land and, and and get back on the on the pod. Perfect. Thank you again for joining us. It's great to have you. And and yeah, we just spoke with Nick about the film a little bit. Uh, Corey and and Justin and I just just screened the film for the first time. It, it really is an incredible tale. Uh, like I said before, heartwarming friendship struggle. I mean, everything you would want in, in really a dream film, but you actually lived it. I mean, c- can you step out of your own shoes and, and just give us a, a high-level view of what the film is and, and, and in your own words, how it was to go through that? Well, yeah, you know, it's it's always a bit, first off, it's always strange when you get approached about a project about you, you know? Right, right. <laughs> a lot of the time, you know, a lot of times it's you, you go see something or you go or you hear about something like that, but when some people approach you about a film about your story your first you know being who i am sometimes it's hard to uh to really push that out there and, and really try to market yourself on that sort of level so i at first i didn't really want to do it because i thought well i'm not really sure about the timing i'm still playing mm. and then i just thought you know i, I sat down and I, I talked with some people and, and just thought well you know the story is much you know it's not even I don't even look at it as about me. I, I, I look at it as something much bigger. Um, and, and that's kind of the, the idea that the guys approached me with, it's, you know, it's, I'm more of a vehicle for, for the story itself. And, uh, and, and, and that's the way I like it, you know, for me, um, you know, to actually sit there and, and listen now to people, what people have to say throughout that story. Um, uh, and me being a kind of a, a forward thinking guy, I, I never really thought about asking those questions. So it's been really interesting for me to, um, to see what, you know, my coaches thought when I first came to Watford on my second day of training or, you know, when what, what my parents thought about when I went to back to Europe the second time, <laughs> you know, with, without, without, without anything, you know. So, you know, those types of questions I never asked. I just did it. I just went. I just, I just you know, head down and, and, go and go and try to achieve things. And um, I guess it's, that's been the most interesting part for me about the film uh, once I got over the initial um, uh, drawbacks of of, of, of that kind of story. But, you know, again, it was, it was about that story and it was about trying to embrace that and, and really trying to see beyond what it means and, and, and how, 
you know, it could it could possibly affect other kids that were in my exact same position, which, right. you know, in America and especially around the world, there's there's millions and millions and millions, like countless people that 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 would would have been just as good or better than I was at that time. So, you know, I think it's about the message and 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 for to see the film as a final product and to see the guys that really these guys have full time jobs. They're they're not filmmakers, and, and because of their passion for my story and getting it out there, you know, I really had to get on board because when you when you see that kind of energy. Uh, being transferred about you and, and your story it, it really is it, it's not only is it humbling but it makes you want to go fight for them and really help right. try to get this story out because 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 in some circles it does matter and uh and and, and it's my job to help embrace that absolutely and, and you touched on a couple of things there to uh you know bring this project for full circle and what we're doing tonight for the podcast you know we're, we're three guys that are the same age like as I- you and um you know, we started the American Outlaws out of out of Lincoln, Nebraska, of all places, um, and, and if built, you know, this this core supporters group that that is traveling around the world to to support you guys and your team, um, you know, it, it's something that that you don't read about. We're all the same age as you, actually, Jay, and I, we were joking with Nick that you know we just screened the film and left and had a beer and a, a donut on the way home. It, and it really makes you think about it makes you think about your life and 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 honestly every step that you take. Right. It's really inspiring. <laughs> Jay. Uh, yeah. Oh, go ahead. Sorry. And I, no, I, and I I agree with you. You know, and that's why I like. You know, that's why I think we're really trying to. Now that we're at this point, I think it's really important that you know I I go and I and I and I try to embrace you guys and, and the way you guys are. You guys are just important to us. You guys are so important to U.S. soccer. You know, players themselves will always fight for their own causes and, 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 you know, try to help U.S. soccer wherever needed. But, you know, the fans are the lifeblood of everything we do. And and, and, and if soccer is ever going to get the notoriety it deserves in America, you know, we, we need people to, to go and put, put their stories out there and believe in the sport and what it is and the passion that comes along with it. And I think, you know, having supporters groups on your side as far as these types of projects are great because they kind of mirror each other in, in that way. And, right. uh, you know, uh, which is fantastic because, again, that's kind of what soccer is all about. It's about passion for a sport. It's about togetherness. It's about fighting for each other and, you know, those types of things. So, you know, I've been really happy and, and blown away by the support of people coming out of the woodwork, um, you know, like organizations like yourselves that, that really are embracing the story as well because you guys you guys get the big picture of, about what it means. And, uh, you know, it, it's just uh, I think it's going to be a team effort and it has to be. And, but, you know, that's the fun part because that's what it's all about. Right. Jay, you mentioned your family a minute ago. Uh, your dad, for me, was by far the best part of the movie. I loved hearing him talk about, like, like I don't know, when he, when he was talking about the playoff final and he's like, and we were, we're on our way to Cardiff, and you could tell that it, it was all kind of new to him, but I don't know. What, what were you uh, – I can just imagine you telling your parents, like, yeah, I know I don't have any money, but I'm thinking I'm going to go to Europe and, and just try and do it. And you did it twice. And and in the in the movie, the, your parents are all about it, and they're like, "Yeah, we really supported him." But it's easy to say that now. When in the moment, were your parents like on board, or were they very? Uh, I don't know. Were they not <laughs> not behind it completely? Uh, well, I guess the, I mean the, the good thing is that you know I never could have done this without my family and my parents. You know, to, to be able to go out and put yourself out there and just go for things, you only do that necessarily. Well, you do it. You do it two ways. Either if you have a great family or no family, right? You know that's 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 usually the way it works. And you know, I have a fantastic family that supported me in anything I've ever wanted to do. And you know, my mom thinks I'm nuts, but she understands <laughs> that I'm nuts and supports that I'm nuts, and and wants to go out and you know and, and try things and do things. 
and you know, sometimes she gets upset when when I'm not around for family functions or can't go to grandma's for Christmas for the past eight years because I'm not there, you know. But she understands what I am and who I am and, and what I've become, and she's so proud of that that uh, you know she'll she'll take it, she'll take that, and, and that's kind of what she. Kind of, kind of the attitude I got from my parents. Again, not really asking them because at that point I was just so focused on doing those things myself that you know I knew they, I knew I had their support whether they told me or not. And uh, you know, you just go out, you, you go out there and you wait for it, and, and, and you get, you'll, get, you'll get your little comments. But other than that, you know, when I needed a couple hundred bucks here and there, or yeah. when I needed mom, mom to tell me that you know just well, you got a game Saturday, just make sure you play well, you know? You know, it's up, and it's in the middle of the field, in the middle of nowhere with four people, and, you know, and, I don't, and, I'm, and I'm not even telling them that, but she knew, you know? she. But, you know, they, they support and, and because I'm their son, and they, and, they want, and they want me to be happy, and, and if that, that was what was going to make me happy, then they were going to do that fully. Yeah. Uh, like we said, we just watched the film, and, and it, it does a really good job taking you through what it's like for kind of an everyday guy to live the dream. And, and, and you've had, like, a lot of amazing moments, like when you, made, when you first made the Watford roster, when you when scoring that goal in the playoff final, uh, getting called up to the World Cup. What, what would you say are, like, your biggest take-with-you moments, like in 30 years, if you see a U.S. fan and, and you, he might not know who you are or whatever, and you say – like, what's your biggest take with you moment that you're going to remember forever? Your go-to moment? Um, well, it's actually, I mean, those are always hard to hard to think. But you know, for yeah. me, it's always <laughs> been about. It's always it's always been about seriously, probably about. I can put it down to maybe four four moments of my life where I've had an opportunity to go and and do something big and just recognizing an opportunity and going and doing it. Um, you know, four turning points, four eureka moments, I guess, so to speak. One is leaving. Um, for the UK, two is uh, um, the Northwood game. Yeah. Well, th- two, two, and two and three kind of come as well. There's the Northwood game, accompanied with the trial with the Real Zaragoza game. Like those opportunities were the next step, and then from there it was the playoff final, which now got me to the next echelon to get me in the radar of the national team. And then, then the fourth is me going to the national team and trying to be a part of that. So, you know, it's it's, it's that progression, and then and then the last one is probably. Probably the Holland game of April, March, April last year. March, yeah. I, I, I had just come off of that uh, corneal transplant surgery. I hadn't played for three and a half months. And, and then I knew that this this Holland game was my opportunity to make the World Cup top team. And, and I knew that if I went in and just said, screw it, I recognize this opportunity, go and play well, then I, w- I would be included in the squad. And, uh, you know, we ended up going out losing 2-1, but I, I started and Bob stuck with me to go out and see if I could, if I still had it and I wasn't rusty. And, uh, and, that, and I think that was the, that was the time where he, he kind of solidified in his own mind that I wanted to go and play and I was ready to go. Yeah. And I, I would probably say that was, that was, the, that was the last one. As far as like, you know, opportunity, the last one, of course, the world cup is the pinnacle of what we all want to do. And right. that goes without saying that, that, that one, that one's a no brainer, but um, I think it's all those, all those things of, 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 of getting to that pinnacle is what, is what really defines you. And, and, uh, um, I think it's probably down to about those four or five moments. So, Jay, this is Zach again. How is your transition back to uh, the States or, or well, Vancouver, uh, for that matter, in MLS? How, how has that kind of, kind of, you know, come across from from playing in England? And and um, how is your body after, um, you know, the World Cup and then some time off? Uh, it's hard, you know, when you when you take a lot of that time off. Um, 
you know, you, whether you have old injuries or, or not, your body's just not used to that daily grind. And, 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 and oh, I guess when, once you start playing again, there, there are going to be some little niggles and breakdowns, and, and I'm no different than anyone else. And, um, you know, I, I had them. I still have them. And now it's just about getting back to the level and, and maintaining that. Um, but I also, I also, you know, people people say that you know that I that I was just taking time off and, and doing doing just you know soul searching and all that other stuff. But that's not true. I was I was more than willing to go and play, but only for the right reason. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna sit there and go and play for a team that I don't want to play for or, or or for a challenge that I'm not willing to to go and fight for. And, right. and unfortunately, with the transfer window, the, those things never came. So what was I going to do? Sit home and sulk? <laughs> I'm going to get on the move and go do things I've been able to do in seven years. You know, so I went and had a little hiatus. I got to see a lot of my family and friends I haven't seen in six or seven years with this with this grind that I've been on and went and traveled and saw some cool stuff and experienced brand new things about life and really re-energized kind of my, my, my goals for soccer and my energy for soccer. And then Vancouver was always kind of in the back of that mind. Um, Cause I, I, I knew they were interested about two or three months before I actually signed for them. But, you know, I was just waiting for other options and, and, and weighing my options and making sure I make the right decisions, you know, cause I think, you know, what's experience if you can't use it. And uh, I wanted to, uh, if I did come back to the MLS, I wanted to be the right role. And, you know, Vancouver presented me with that. They did a fantastic job in, in, in showing me the vision of the club and, and, and trying to prove to me that I was one of, that I was going to be a big part of that. And, and you know, the, to have to have people come and want you for the right reasons, um, you know, that that ended up solidifying my decision. You know, I could have stayed in Europe and made triple and double and triple the money and, and all that stuff. You know, right, but that's right. not the reason why. That's not that's not the reason why I play. So I that... play for challenges. I, I play for experience and I play for. Um, you, you know, for to, to go and, and go and do something different and special, I suppose. And I think that Vancouver presents me with that challenge, and, and so far it's been fantastic. And uh, I mean, to be, to uh, hopefully continue that and continue this road is going to be great. And I'm, I'm really excited about it, and I really feel like I've made the right decision. Jay, do you attest a, a lot of a lot of um, you know maybe your big wins or those four cornerstone parts in your career to to kind of your upbringing and and being from the Midwest? Um, maybe just that work ethic or, or that, you know, refusal to quit? Uh, yeah, I definitely think so. Uh, you know, you, you have this, you know, upbringing of there where you kind of, you know, especially if you want to get out, if you want to get out of Wisconsin and go and challenge big, big, uh, uh, bigger, bigger fish uh, or, or bigger ponds, then, then you got to have that fight. But you got to have, you got to be genuine, you got to be real. And I think that helps if you can find somebody with that, with that mix. Right. Uh, which again, I was able, I was, I was lucky enough to have, um, you know, whether it was my upbringing of being able to go and travel when I was a kid, and my parents would bring us everywhere and show us different life experience. So when I got into those bigger jungles, I was, I wasn't as scared, I guess maybe. Um, but then, but then to have the, the realness, I suppose, the, uh, 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 being genuine enough to, uh, to still respect people and work hard and and and, and, uh, and show an attitude that you want to learn and. and be better uh, you know those types of things are, are super important and, and those are those are midwest values to the core so uh, i definitely think that that uh, that would that's been a huge part of of how, you, how i've been able to navigate my way to where i am now <laughs> cool yeah absolutely and as as you know u.s supporters to the core we we really appreciate you joining us it's is uh this has been great and you definitely are a genuine and, and and real guy we really really appreciate you joining us today no problem thanks for having me thanks for helping support me and uh yeah we'll, We'll keep doing it together. Hey, last question. Sorry, uh, 
you're from the Midwest. What's a bigger rivalry, U.S., Mexico, or Packers and Bears? Ooh. I'd say Packers and Bears now, but 20 years' time, U.S., Mexico. All right. Perfect. <laughs> Thanks, Jay. Let's do that. Thanks right, a lot, Jay. We appreciate it. No problem. No That's problem. a lot. I will miss the sunshine. I will miss the moon. I will miss the snow fields that put sparkles in shoes. But I am gone. I am gone. With the show leads to destruction, it's hell that I call home. And we are back. We're back. Thank you to our guest, Nick Lewis, co-director, producer of Rise and Shine, the Jay Demerit story, as well as Jay Demerit himself. The man himself. The man, the myth, the legend. Thank you, Jay. In the time that we were gone, uh, Chuck Blazer has been fired, rehired, and fired, and rehired, and now he's hired again. Perfect. <laughs> Everything seems to be running tip-top. <laughs> <laughs> Business per use down at FIFA. Yep. <laughs> what the fuck is going on there? I, You've knows? heard my rant. What? What? I don't know. Let's look up what episode that was sometime. And I don't know. I went on quite a good FIFA rant one time. It really gets my blood boiling. Like, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, yeah, edit that out. Uh, <laughs> uh, it's incredible. It's unbelievable. What they can get away with. Oh, yeah. I'm going to hire an ethics committee to look into my work. <laughs> like, Well, only then, the week of the election because the election's yeah. tomorrow. <laughs> so we'll just suspend these guys for four days because we'll need them later, yeah. but they can't vote this time <laughs> around. Yeah. It's unbelievable. I haven't been keeping up that close with it, but it's probably even worse the more you read into it. Like, yeah. Like, hey, I'm Seth Blatter. I'm running against this guy. Oh, maybe I'll disqualify him yeah, but just for, for the this, running. Just for this and, week. And I'll get, oh, then I'll run a post. <laughs> we'll get him back. And we'll bring him back. Yeah. So well, what yeah. What the fuck are you doing? Oh, fuck. <laughs> I'll appoint a, a committee to look into my work. <laughs> like, it's incredible. Uh, it's it really, really is. <laughs> yeah, so everybody go to kickstarter.com and get Jay's story told. It, it, it is a phenomenal tale. It really is. We were lucky enough to, to get to screen it. American Outlaws in your cities, um, you know, push these guys to, to, to bring a viewing to your city and, and do a fundraiser. And American Outlaws here at headquarters, we're going to do our best to to make sure you guys get uh, what you deserve and, and get out there and raise some money for it. What was your favorite moment of the film? You want to hear mine? Yeah. G- give me yours you first. Think? Yes. Uh, when his dad is talking about when they went to the playoff final. And and Jay scores, and all the people are going ape shit, and they look at each other, and they just both started crying. That was awesome. Yeah, like, it's you could totally just picture that. Like it's amazing. Cause, uh, oh God, Millennium Stadium sweet. in Cardiff. Yeah, it's, it, that was while Wembley was incredible. under construction. That's why they weren't playing there. My um, I don't know. Gosh, there's there's there are a ton of great moments in the film. I don't remember. I don't know if I can. I just remember that one. I was like. Ugh, that were, that moment really got to me. Like I, I started bawling. Yeah, it's it's. And I put my hand on Brunkin's lap and he brushed it aside like <laughs> I was nothing. Corey, that's why I bought the theater chair so you can't do that. <laughs> There's a cup holder separation. <laughs> yeah, I tried. 
<laughs> what were you talking about just before that? I had something to say, and now I don't remember. Oh, it was probably it was. another rant about FIFA. Uh, what was it, though? Let's edit out my thinking. Nope. <laughs> nope. Can't right. do that. All right. Let's move on. <laughs> Tiny little summer for the U.S. men's national team. We gotten, touched on it earlier. Have you gotten a look at the um, lineups? There's some big surprises in there from Big Bald Bob. Yeah, Freddie Adu. Freddie fucking Adu. Are you kidding wow. me? Wow. Like, I can almost If there's see one it. better place to give him another shot against Barbados, it is. Give it, all right. Give him another shot. On the World Wide Web, people keep saying, oh, it's nice for this guy to get a shot. Oh, it's nice. This is the fucking U.S. men's national team. Yeah. You know, it's not fun to give people shots. Like, no. you fucking put the best 23 guys out there because you have to win this. This is our tournament. We have to win this. Like, it's not nice to give people shots. Yeah. Like, Do we want to get back to the Confederations Cup or not? Do we want that warm-up? Right. So what? Yeah, I, I don't know. It's fucking... Oh, God. Robbie Rogers? I know. I don't think that's why Bob is... Robbie Rogers. Oh, my God. He's the one... Hush, 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 hush. He, Robbie Rogers. <laughs> He's the one that really got to me. I have not seen him do something right in a lot... Seems like a nice no. guy. Seems like a very nice guy. Wondolowski had a, a good year last year. Right. You pick players while they're hot. <laughs> By hot, I mean a year later. Why not, right? Yeah, what, what, he, came in, he came in for the Chicago game when we played Poland, and he played pretty well. Freddie, Other than that, you haven't called him in, but now he's on the Gold Cup. Freddie Dew was really good in the U-17 World Cup. Did you see him? Great. Why wouldn't you call yeah. him in? I Anybody mean, would when they were 25. Jesus Christ. <laughs> playing U-17. I could play in that game right now. <laughs> I doubt it. Well, okay, let's not get crazy. <laughs> Question two. I just watched the Jay Demerit story, okay? I could do anything. Yeah, you are. I am unstoppable. Right that way, buddy. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to go on a run right now. See ya. That's what I was going to ask Jay. I didn't get a chance, but, like, you know and I know that we had a guy on the couch in college who would come over and just sleep on our couch for months at a time. Yeah. And Jay was pretty much that guy in England for a while. Giving you promises. Like, no, no, no. I'm going to get this together. Yeah, no, no. You guys, you know, I'm going to get this going anytime now. I know I didn't make MLS, but I might as well just go try for the Premier League, you know? It's a f- you had to you had to know that his friends like were all just like, are you fucking retarded? You're it's not an staying at my story. house. You're not borrowing my money. I'm not giving you train <laughs> money. I'm not giving you a ride. And he just made it work. That's unbelievable. He just honestly. made it work. It's fucking unbelievable. But Fantastic. I'm worried that it's going to give too much credence to all the couch dwellers in the world that like, yeah, I'm trying to get that writing gig for Time Magazine. You know, I write really good in my diary, so I figure they'll take me. You write really well. <laughs> True. And <laughs> scene. <laughs> I don't write good. I'm saying the guy on the couch writes good. Oh, so you were playing the part. Okay. I got gotcha. you. I got gotcha. you. Gotcha. We're very successful people. We're on the same page. You, us three, we make a lot of money. We're Tons. very successful people. Tons. We're always going to have the sucker fish that ride on the shark. We're going to have people on our couches riding our coattails and if, if I could just trying switch, to make their dreams happen. It, no, I'm on something. No, I'm on the same topic. If, if I could just switch to... <laughs> I'm on to nothing. If, okay. if I could just switch to the mailbag real quick. AOKC does not stop. At American Allies, why are you crooks raising the price of membership? Okay. <laughs> crooks. Clearly a joke. Oh, my God. If we raised it as much as we should just to keep up with the soaring cost of cotton and American-made goods... We would have raised it more, I think, but we're but we're great guys, we're good people, right? We want we want to see this thing. We are well. there for you, right? Kicking ass. 
But back to more important topics. <laughs> uh, the, the three big surprises. Freddie Adu, Sasha Klesch, and Robbie Rogers he brings in. Sasha. Think about those three in your head for a second. Picture those three. Then think about... Do you think Bob saw the mustache and just thought it was Heath Pierce? I'm getting to that. <laughs> I wasn't what I was getting to, but I'm getting to something. Okay. Freddie Adu, Sasha Klesch, and Robbie Rogers he does take. Mixed Discarude... Timothy Chandler, Teal, Teal Bunbury, he doesn't take. What, what, Timmy Chandler said he needed a break. They said three he asked attractive that. young fellas he does take. Three uglier and sin dudes and, who are yeah. great he doesn't take. And just to is let you... Bob yeah. Coach Sweaty is a pedophile. He could be. He could be. Don't quote me. <laughs> I, <laughs> I'm just late. looking at that. Wow. And I'm like, well, why the fuck would you take those three players over these three? There's no reason. No, there's not. And, and, and here in American Outlaws land, we are not clued in to any, any more than you guys are. We are clearly not professionals. Oh, you mean but Coach, what calling we, Coach Bradley a pedophile but, is but, a professional? But we do have access to the interweb, and we subscribe to the tweeters. Because we're very successful. And what I've read was that Timmy Chandler had some nagging injuries and needs time off. They actually asked him, and he said no. Now, yeah. do I know if that's speculation? No. Do I know if that's true? No. Right. I just figured I'd say that because I can't. A, a close to quote from U.S. Soccer was Timothy Chandler said he was – or U.S. Soccer was said about Timothy Chandler, physically and mentally, this season's been a long seam- season, and this wasn't the right time for him to play in the Gold Cup. Yeah, it sounds like you're Thursday night. <laughs> that's where I was going with it. But I'm going to tie it back to regular life. Chandler is going back okay. to Germany. Okay, that's great for him. How is it? He should be playing. What? No. What? We offered him the gig, yeah. and he said no. I understand that. So that's we don't need fucking to beat bullshit. A, beat a geek. <laughs> we've got we've got guys like Jay. DeBerit you're like the guy that goes and asks out the prom queen, and she spits in your face, and you're like, "Yeah, fuck you, bitch. Yeah. I, I didn't need you. I didn't like you anyway." <laughs> so we know that story. <laughs> I've known you a long time. That's true. So where does... All right, now that Timmy, now that we've jumped to the conclusion that Timothy Chandler's fucking Benedict Arnold and is leaving just... He's Benedict Arnold. I'm assuming that he is going back to Germany. Or to Germany. Uh, Jermaine where Jones? does he rank? Jermaine Jones stayed up. Right. But he's, I think he's, he's locked gonna, in. Yeah, he's, I know he's, he's locked in. Player. But he's I think he's a good, great player. I think he's going to have a great gold cup. Evan Ream, Tim Ream's brother... Asks. Is that right? No, not at all. <laughs> I mean, he's skateboarding in his picture, maybe. I don't know. I can't really tell. He might be jumping off a tape. I don't know. Tim Ream doesn't look like a skater. At American Alice, who will be USA's top scorer at the Gold Cup? Old Reamy boy <laughs> says Josie and Dempsey both get four, and Donovan gets three. Josie gets four goals? I mean, did you watch the World Cup? Have you seen him play in the last year or two? That's a bold prediction. I'll take him up on that bet. I'll take you on that Never bet if we that. go back to this crap 4-5-1. Yeah. Well, I think we'll have be starting uh, Josie and uh, what's his name up front? Uh, Agadella. Agadella. There's only one Agadello. I would imagine we'll be starting There's only one Agadello. I think we should make a bet. You think Agadello outscored Josie this tournament? Well, he did just get his GED. Yeah, good for him. Um. So that's usually when you do your most scoring. <laughs> Is that right? 
That's just the stupidest thing you've ever said of me. Well, I'm just saying. Just apply real life. It's math. <laughs> it's science. You don't, you don't make the rules. You just play by them. This is science, Bob. <laughs> so, all right. Last word on Timothy Chandler. Well, okay. Well, no, let's go back to that real quick. You can't hold it against Agadello. He's never come on and not scored. I'm sure he has, but he doesn't not often for the US. do that. He's amazing. He scores uh, I guess he did, real but goals. Yeah, he scores some amazing goals. He, he gets himself in the right position. He's a great player. Oh, he's exciting. Uh, Too bad we couldn't have Chucky D there. If you look at the lineup, somebody on um, Big Soccer brought this up. This, somebody made a really good point on the, on BigSoccer.com. If you look at the lineups, uh, the only differences we're likely to see from our lineup for the World Cup to the Gold Cup is Agudelo for Robbie Finley and Clarence okay. Goodson for Jay Demerit. That's both a pretty good, good upgrades. Like, yeah, both good subs. I mean, Demerit and Goodson are – I mean, I'm not going to say Demerit's not a great player because he's obviously – I don't know. Clearly he, a great player. Right. But he has been a bit injured. And yeah. he and he's he had off and, he's and he just went off. He went on a, a run like Donovan had, where he played literally seven years straight without a break. He had to keep going and make right. a new contract every single year. Like right. the way that Demerit came up, he had no chance to take time off. He finally took time off. He's getting back to where he needs to be. He's got if a big game tomorrow against Chivas. If I had my choice, I'd probably take. If I had to put Goodson in and I had to take out Gooch or Demerit, I'd probably take out Gooch. I'd leave Demerit in there. I think oh, absolutely. He nobody could, could argue that. Uh, yeah. I don't I'd know. rather you could put, argue I'd, it, but I, I'm saying. Okay, if, if I had to argue it, I'd still have Demerit in the lineup on the right and have Gooch and Goodson in the middle. Yeah. Boca on the left. We still brought back John Bornstein John again. again. <laughs> you got to do what you got to do. There's some talk of putting Lehigh over there. It's snoring away. That's impressive. Yeah. I snore a lot. <laughs> you can't fault me for that. <laughs> I have a broken-ass nose. <laughs> There's some talk of putting Lehigh or Spectre over there on the left. Nine. With, uh, what's his name on the right? Trendolo on the right. Spe- Lehigh or Spectre on the left. Worth a shot. It can't be worse than... Lehigh would be nice. It can't be worse than Johnny B, no. to be honest. Hell no. He, he kind of gets a bum rap, but eh, he's just not good enough. You can just tell when a player like doesn't isn't good enough. He's done well. He's just not. He served up. his purpose. Yeah. Yeah. He tried. <laughs> Great. All right. Move can, on. Can we talk about and with the topic? What? And move on. Not last, just with John Bornstein, but with the topic. Last too. player I want to talk about: Brad Guzan. Who what an idiot! A god, a GD wedding, an idiot. During what we play two tournaments a year or two guaranteed backup, unbelievable number two. Nick Romando is right up there with Guzan. I think those guys are are coin flip. I think they are miles ahead of Nick Romando. I don't think so. I think that that Casey Keller Friedel toss up of two thousand two is the same as right now Guzan and Romando for sure. For a second, no, for sure. No, you're wrong. Uh, Romando's been playing in finals in huge games. Guzan has Guzan come in and played for, well. Or who did he play for on loan? Oh, you don't even know. Well, you, I don't remember who he was. He was on loan for six months, yeah, he and he did Wolves. really good. They stayed up. And every time he comes in and plays for us, he does amazing. He's the best backup. Because backup goalkeeping is all in your head. Like You need to be able to step in at a moment's notice. No, I understand that. is all in your fucking head. And he's the best backup goalkeeper ever, seriously. 
Seriously. No, I'm not even kidding. Believe me. Like, I'm not uh, even joking like, about it. Man. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> we used to be so good at goalie, and I'm looking at it now, and I don't know. Hahnemann and Ramondo just don't do it for me. No, Hahnemann's there for support. <laughs> He's there because he doesn't dive before 11. In, in in training, he doesn't dive before 11. Oh, yeah, it's his rule. His and he rule. rides his bike to training to get warmed up. He's a weird up. fucking guy. Yeah. It's a great guy. He's a motorhead. He's, He's a, a big guy. tool fan. He is a big tool fan. He loves tool. They did sneak out of the 2006 World Cup to go see a tool show. Is that right? Him and Tim Howard did. Tim Howard's a tool? They were invited by Maynard James Keenan. What? Absolutely. You're making that up. Mark it down, Tim dude. Howard's Google it. Google box. <laughs> Mark, it. Mark it eight, dude. Don't Tim pull your piece out on the lane, man. Not when I'm here. Tim Howard's like a super <laughs> Tim Howard's a super big Christian. That kind of amazes me that he would go to a tool. They would be a tool fan. Sorry he likes metal and getting pumped up. Wow, that's awesome. Sorry. Sorry for partying. Sorry. There's no log it's partying. No. Well, not at are. all. There are actually. Yeah, there clearly are. And then Wondolowski up front. We can go into that. Okay, and to. what else do we got? <laughs> Zach's done talking about lineups, which is why we're here. We're we're on the cusp so of the, the biggest group, tournament we're going to play in the right. next three years before qualifying. Our, our last tune-up before qualifying for the 2014 the World Cup in Brazil. Almost guarantee whether we do well in Brazil or not is right. if we win this tournament. Right. So, yeah, we yeah. we should just breeze yeah, over and move on. What the one. fuck else are we going to do? Right. Let's talk about something exactly. important, like, like the group, like the teams we're going to play in the group. Oh, oh, Canada. Those are almost the same. If I had anything to sing for Barbados. <laughs> Is Barbados a third? Yeah. No, it's Guadalupe. Oh, yeah. Brother. Guadalupe. Far out. They're all the same. <laughs> I can't say that. No, I was but. thinking Barbados because of that crazy FIFA stuff that came out today. It's oh, yeah. clearly Guadalupe. Yeah, the Barbados guy fired uh, someone that he had no authority to fire today. Yeah. It's like me walking into my morning meeting tomorrow and saying, you know what, Russ Becker? Listen, You're fired. Boss. Listen, boss. Get the fuck yeah. out. You kidding me? We'll talk about the... Your ass is fired. <laughs> we'll go through the specifics later, but get the fuck out. What are you making note of? Just writing down Steve Nash over and over and over and over and over <laughs> until we play Canada. Oh. Yeah, good point. So, you... I've had a sore throat. Uh, all right, so first game, Detroit, Canada... Good game. Yes, I guess we've gone through these before. Ao Detroit. But as you get closer, this is I'm so worried it. about that game. To be honest with you, Canama or Canama 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 is a uh, hold on, hold on, hold on, really quick, really quick though. It was when we started American Outlaws, okay. we, we didn't have this um, idea of chapters yet. Yeah, we it did. was an idea. We started it right at the start. Right. It was an idea, but they didn't exist. No, they didn't come for a year. So how how sweet is this to go into an entire tournament With where we have a guaranteed chapters. 54 chapters and a guaranteed chapter in every city that it's we're going to play nice. in It's pretty to nice. rally the supporters, everybody listening, and have a guaranteed party. It's pretty nice. It's, it's crazy to think of. Feels good. It's like a Jada Merritt story. We're living right in front of our eyes, right? Right, but don't Only support us. Support the Jada Merritt story, Rise and Shine, on kickstarter.com yeah. and bigsoccer.com. Because our story involves a lot more beer and donuts. <laughs> right. Whereas his was a lot more hard work and couch riding, <laughs> couch surfing. <laughs> what else we got? Well, what you were talking about Canada. 
yeah. in Detroit. I think the three one threes bringing I don't like it hard. Chances in that candidate, or I, I mean, we'll win, but I, I have a feeling that's going to be our our upset. Have we played them since 07? They stomped us in 07. And we Gooch won. Gave we up won. That goal. Yeah, they gave us the win, but that yeah, was questionable. But Other than Frankie Haddock, we were screwed. <laughs> Frankie Haddock, we were screwed. Tampa, that's rich. I just talked with uh, Mikey, our uh, our uh, Tampa president, last night. Things are good to, to go, man. Is he at the track? <laughs> he was uh, no, he was clearing. Does out he got a heavy foot? He's blowing up our our sleeping bags for our trip down there. Should beautiful, be a good time. beautiful, beautiful. Got buses beautiful. going from the bar back and forth. It's gonna be for real. Nice, it's be fun. And we um, all know what's gonna happen in Kansas City. So he's gonna be something. Well, also the boss, also the Boston game. We play Spain. Right, Nike has been so kind as. Oh, that's sure. what I was going to ask Jay. Call Jay. Call Somebody him. get Jay on the phone. I was going to ask him if he had to take, like when we played Spain in the, in the semifinal of the Confederations Cup in 2009. I was going to ask him if it was weird playing against a girl. Like, so do you play <laughs> down a bit? Because you do that in co-ed. Like, right. Like if I was playing a girl in basketball, it's like, ah. Uh, yeah, but, it's like no one then, wants to like, guard when her. he's playing Torres like, and she's running down the flank, does, do you really kind of step back? or? But then there's the one guy on your team who just doesn't recognize and just goes in like knee-high. Yeah, and, and just studs up and ruins her. her. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I wonder if that's the same with Torres. That's probably why he does so well is because people don't want to, right. like, you don't want to be defending her and, like, get a hand on her boob that's on what, accident. Yeah, yeah. It's awkward. Shit, it's awkward. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, that was a question I forgot to ask. But that in mind, we should do, uh, like, a Midwest AO chapter game. We should, we should play Kansas City, Lincoln KC, Lincoln. We, yeah, but we need a real game. <laughs> oh, that's a good point. We, guys would be well, weak. we could warm up with them and then play something yeah. real. We could do a friendly with them. What's the throughway? The throughway AO throughway derby or whatever? What were they calling it? Uh, yes. Yeah, Rochester and Buffalo. Yeah, who won that? Do you know? I hadn't heard. I, I the article didn't say. I read the article yesterday. There really was an article. Yeah, but it didn't say who won. They just said they were going to do more. Shoot, I, man, I was thinking it was Rochester. Yo, Holmes, but, hit us up on that tweet box. Yeah. Let us know who won that game. That's tight though. Because you got us next, fools. Bring it. You got to fly here. You want to play with the big dogs? <laughs> you got to fly here and play us. We're sick of traveling after all this. Yeah, <laughs> but seriously, we should do that. I'm going to look into that. Okay, seriously, I said yes. Okay. No, but seriously, I'm not kidding. We should totally do that. Okay, I'm serious this time. Constantly off has a question for us on Twitter. Is it hard being as good looking as you guys are? That's a, question mark. So that's I guess we'll stop there and answer that. That's a toughie. No, it's pretty great actually. Next question. <laughs> then they also ask, when will the U.S. play in San Francisco, allowing you to party here? Have you ever been to San Francisco? I never have. Neither My brother lives there. Oh, really? Yes. Well, Oakland. Bay Area. Bay Area, Brian. B-A-B. We need to get out there. Bad. So you guys should constantly off-right U.S. soccer, <laughs> like I did that, and get a game out there. Okay? Constantly off? Yeah, that ain't Omaha. <laughs> They do need more West Coast games, like all oh, the games absolutely. Have been on the East Coast. It's kind of being been played up. I like South games, to be fair. South is fun. Yeah, like uh, Atlanta games are always great. I've never been to one, but everybody I hear from says that Houston's great. Yeah, the Big D. Which which city are you most excited for? You got Boston, Detroit, Tampa, Casey, DC, Houston, LA. I would love to – I am going to KC, 
So I'm most excited for that. Yeah. The homecoming. And then I would love to fly to Houston, Houston, fly to L.A. My birthday would be that Thursday, and then the final on Saturday. Would be nice. Nothing better than so, Houston in, Jul- or in June. Oh, it's beautiful. <laughs> Just beautiful. Just like Tampa. <laughs> Just beautiful. What are we thinking with that? No, so I'm, I'm most excited for, for KC. I want to see the new stadium. So live strong, Sporting Park. It's going to be tight. It's going to be awesome. For real. And then play a goal at the uh, Rose Bowl. And, and the, the turds that run the chapter down there, they're, they're good guys too. So. Ugh. Wouldn't go that far. They're they're all right. (laughs) (sighs) Should be plenty of water in that parking lot. Oh, what do we got here? Best player. Okay, from at Corey Donahue. Best player (laughs) of all time retires from Manchester United today. Paul Scholes. Oh my god! How much time we have left in the podcast for a Paul Scholes tribute? Oh, and we're done. (laughs) Thanks, guys, for joining us. We don't have to end. I, I wasn't actually going to go into a third. I was going to cut it at like 25. What do you mean you? I thought that that guy asked that question. <laughs> oh, oh, I was oh, answering oh, his question. Oh, oh. oh, what a little redheaded genius. That what guy a scrub. The Speaking world is- of geniuses, Diego Forlan is oh, at God. the game one of the NBA Finals Thanks, tonight. guys, for joining us. It's been a great <laughs> podcast. Uh, I don't know why you can't just admit this. What? Fucking. How great Diego Forlan is. Where did he play this year? Was he at... To- at Villarreal again. The big yellow bus. Yeah. Was he there this year? Mm-hmm. Was he good? Well, I can't he say he led the year. league in goals again because Messi scored 55 <laughs> in 52 games. <laughs> what the fuck like planet freak. is he from? Don't you watch that and be like, we're watching greatness. Like It's unbelievable. Be a long when time. we were in New York, I just sat there staring at him. He's unreal. It was ridiculous. I love it. I love it. it doesn't happen often that you can sit and watch and be like, we're watching history. Like this guy yeah. is is like timeless. This guy's amazing. And to see there great times- players like Landon Donovan call him an alien. Right. He's like, we. there's nothing you He's can do. Yeah. You just hope to contain him. Yeah. It's unbelievable. Zidane was like that in spurts, but I don't, I don't know if he was... I don't know. I didn't get that awe watching him all the time. 55 and 52. That I do with Leo. I mean, that's... I call him Leo. Ridiculous. Yeah, that's cute. That's really cute. He called me today. I got to call him back. On the promotional side, American Outlaws has a Nike t-shirt coming out. For the Boston game. For For free. For the Boston game. For free. Limited edition. Thanks, Nikes. First, a kit inspired by supporters. Then a team motto. Indivisible. Written by the fans and embodied on the jersey sleeve. Now Nike has created a series of limited edition t-shirts to again pay homage to the supporters and tie us to the Gold Cup as one. One nation indivisible. Going to be an awesome show out there in Boston. I know AO Boston has been absolutely kicking ass getting ready for that game. They filled up already four buses from two different bars. AO Hartford, AO Providence. AO Central. I mean, everybody. I can't can't even name them anymore. Yeah, Screaming Eagles are taking a bus for sure. Um, Along, obviously, partnered with AODC. Um, But that that game at... at, uh, It's going to be something. That Patriots Stadium is going to be great. (laughs) I saw the picture of today. They're they're laying real turf for that game. I'm sure Spain requested that. Yeah. Hopefully um, they made it chunky so they can't pass. <laughs> like hopefully they freeze it like they did at New Meadowland somehow. Dig that shit up. <laughs> that was nice. Yeah, so we can dig in and break some knees. It'd be all right. Absolutely. And then we also have the American Outlaws Co Little Feet soccer ball coming out. It's gonna be sick to help kids in need around the world. Yep. 
It's a, good it's a great ball, partnership. It's it a good-looking ball. It's actually a really good ball to play with. We played in Vegas with it a little bit. Brunken, you want to talk a little bit about that ball? Producer Brunken? He does now. I love the <laughs> producer face on radio shows. I'm like, God damn it, why are you guys talking headlines? to me? <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, man, we got a, we got a ball. Uh, it's uh, AO and Little Feet. Uh, there's also a tribute to an old U.S. fan. Um, on there that passed away just after the Germany World Cup. Right. Um, every time you purchase a ball, we uh, you get the ball, and then another ball is donated to our stockpile, which we donate to underprivileged We're kids around the U.S. Around the U.S. And, Absolutely. Uh, yeah, so we got that online right now on our website on the store. You can buy those now. It's a pre-sale, so they'll be out probably in like thirty bucks. Is that right? Yeah, thirty bucks, and it's a hell of a ball. Dude, it's, it's a nice. It's ball. actually a legit, legit ball. So I, I can know. see many years of playing with that in our pub leagues on Sundays. Absolutely. Yeah, whatever we can do to help out. For real. Thanks for joining us, yo. Yeah, and I'll get back to your work. <laughs> yeah, get back to mining the ones and twos. Get back to writing down times on the sheet so you know where to edit. <laughs> Chuck Blazer has since been appointed president of the United States. More on that later. <laughs> by Jack Warner. <laughs> oh, it just says that no. No. Oh, oh, he didn't have nope. the authority to do no, that. No, he did. He did. He just got fired though. <laughs> it's a bit of America around going yeah. on there. We'll keep you updated. That sucks for that HR. Keep it here lady. for your news. You know, as a guy who sells human resources software, it sucks for that HR lady to keep ripping up his <laughs> yes, W2s and stuff and then re signing him up, having there to onboard him. Only if the world listened to American Outlaws and nominated Grant Wall. Gosh. I mean, seriously. No. Oh, that's what I was going to say earlier. Well, good. Then that's why it's great that we're talking about it. <laughs> no, didn't it make you kind of really proud that the rest of the Fuck world... Fuck yeah, you made bunch, a change. ...are a bunch of... Well, not even just Grant Wall. Grant Wall is a huge part of it. But Grant and Blaze are like... That the rest of the world sat by like a bunch of fucking pussies while all this shit was going on. Everyone in the world knows all this that it's so corrupt. Everybody does. Everything's so wrong. No one steps up does shit about it. And finally, Grant Wall, I mean, he tried he did everything he could to at least give somebody to run against Sepp Blatter. And then Chuck Blazer kind of steps out from everyone and says, This shit is going on. I don't care what happens, but this something needs to change. No one else would do it. England wouldn't do it. I'm I don't know. I I was pretty proud of that. Like I thought that was pretty ballsy. It's amazing. He made a change. He made his. He made. He, ultimately, he's not going to make a change in the specific he might, if, definition. If it's ever going to happen, it, this it, is what's going to make it happen. The definition of the word. Nothing's going to change. Right. But he made it known that it is absolutely ridiculous. He made people think the other way. He he made the England FA come out, call out everybody that was. He set the tone. Like he, he, did. he did all the hard work. He said, "All right, I'm gonna, I'm drawing a line in the sand. We, this can't go any longer." Now it's easy for everyone to say, "You know what? This is bullshit." Right. We're and for us, you. as for us in this organization with the American Outlaws, we stand behind him. We still stand behind Grant Wall. He's been a friend to the organization for a long time now. Grant's a man, and he genuine, done, nice guy. He's in it for all the right reasons. Honestly, not even just on the on the American stage, but now on the world stage. The the, the guy is an incredible ambassador of the game. Right. Really is. So, God bless America. Can we agree on that 50th minute? Absolutely. Right? I'm down with that, too. Well, 50th can, minute. Don't forget it. That. Proud of America today. I am. Jesus. 
we come to rescue the fucking soccer world. What can't we do? <laughs> right. The soccer world didn't want us for the last 200 years, and then now and we're the, saving it. And at the same time, they knew You're that the welcome. U.S. was a sleeping giant, and they didn't want us to get good and or succeed, and now we're here. You're welcome. And by the way... Let's even the playing field. Then let's get this dick out of FIFA. You know what the next step is, I think? Honestly. Let's make it fair. I haven't thought this through, so this may sound ridiculous. But you know what the next step is? Is having MLS be the starter. I think we talked about this. Yeah. Having MLS be the starter league to, to stomp out diving. Because so, everyone knows it's ridiculous. How hard is it? Yeah, or we fix. could just do like dribble up penalties. Thanks, guys. It's been a great <laughs> podcast. Uh, we'll talk to you next time. Enjoy June. <laughs> no, on a serious month. note, we really are signing off. Thank you to Nick Lewis, the co-producer and co-director of Rise and Shine, the Jay Demerit story. Clearly, thank you, Jay Demerit, for joining us. You are an upstanding citizen, a model American. We've seen the film. The film's great. Like The story's amazing. It needs to get out there. Like Everybody needs to support it. We need to go to kickstarter.com. And search for Jay Demerit or Rise and Shine. You're going to find it. You can pledge as little as $1. You can pledge up to $10,000. It doesn't matter. Every little bit helps. We just cleared 500 backers today. Right at over $50,000 total. And we need to get to about two ten. By the way, this money isn't going into their pockets. It's going to pay no, the this, fees. No, this pays like for the, the fees. Yeah, the, the film we watched today is... It, I mean, it didn't have registered. It had unregistered clips in it. That's where the money is going. It's not going to fund their pockets. And it's all listed on the Kickstarter.com website. Check it out. Support Jay. Support American soccer. Support just a kid out there with a dream that wants to play a game that he loves. And we can speak from experience. Putting on a, a like a film in your town, like your chapter, is a really fun thing to do. Like you can get people who wouldn't usually come watch a game to come watch a movie. It's pretty sweet. So it really is. It's a good time. So hit us up at American Outlaws. Dot com. If you guys uh, have questions about getting the Jade Merritt story to your town or, or just wanting to raise money or, or do some sort of fun fundraiser, because that's what it's all about. The start of the word is fun raiser. <laughs> nice one. I just made that up on the spot. You like that? God, that was amazing. It's called Press Junket. Good poll. You ever seen Garden State? I have. Good for you. All right, guys. We're out of here. On behalf of Corey Donahue, I'm Zach Stiverance. (laughs) Miss you. Peace.